0: what up?
1: Get into it. Republic of Texas Radio. Hey, today's date is January. The what? The twenty-eighth? Twenty twenty-four? Oh my god. Wow, we're moving on. Soon it'll be twenty twenty-five. Yep, it will be. Pretty darn quick. But we're gonna still have to get through this show to before we can get to twenty twenty-five. So we've got a kind of a, a lot of stuff i want to talk about today um and uh well let's bring on alan alan uh good morning
2: good morning steve and RBN and friends and family out there
1: RBN and friends and family we need a big purple dinosaur to start jumping around no we probably don't want that right alan
2: do you even remember who the the purple dinosaur was not so much, but I did just take my jacket off and put a sweater on. Huh,
1: wow. I guess it's uh, getting warmer. I'm more than, of the huh? Mr.
2: Rogers era, not so much the uh, the Barn of the Elephant or whatever his name, whatever the hell he was.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, we got a lot to talk about today. And, um, well, um, you know, I've been talking to, to Chuck Smith from Smith SmithMix. You know, he's been a friend of the show's and a friend of mine. You know, uh, wow, since like 2011. And uh, he's going through some more stuff with the city council. We initially, I initially uh, met Chuck when he was fighting with the Crowley, Texas uh, city council about him having uh, chickens. And so they didn't know what was going on with, you know, this guy running around with his camera filming him back in 2011, 2010, maybe. I think it was 2011, though. And, um, well, uh, one of the friends of, of ours, uh, Nancy Battle, she told the city council here in Fredericksburg about the New World Order. That was great. You should have heard a pin drop when they when she started going off on that. That was funny. She met Chuck Found Chuck. I don't know how it, it happened, but Nancy Battle was very instrumental here in Fredericksburg for doing some dang thing or another. But um, it was all pretty important, right? And now we got Chuck. You know he's still going, right, Alan? Kind well, Nancy
2: okay? Battle did cause an up. You know, a uh, quiet uproar here. Of course, they're not going to. They're. You know, it, it was amazing. None of them said, "Well, what's Ickley?" You know, what do you mean we're being ruled oh, by yeah. the local? Um, by the International Council on Local Environment Initiatives, you know, um, none of them said that, did they? Because the, even they no, might not they have didn't. known, but they'd been trained by it, and they were enacting their policies for damn sure. Ah, uh, yeah. That's you know, really and, and, and speaking of back. Chuck, uh, Steve, you, know, um, you mm-hmm. know, at one point Chuck was pretty proud of himself. You know, he beat the city council. He can keep his chickens he and did. everything. And what are they doing again? Yeah. It always Ooh. comes back to bite you in the ass again, don't it? yeah
1: I plan on bringing him on on the second hour right and he's yeah. gonna talk about them trying to take away his chickens again what they did is they they sat on everything and just uh, gave Chuck a pass for a few years 10 years and now they're coming back with a vengeance wanting to take away his chickens his rabbits and all that and we will get into that you know hopefully um, we'll be able to make this happen We'll have Chuck Smith fix Chuck. Chuck (laughs) Smith-Fix-Smith, that's it. You know, coming on here in a little bit. Ah, yeah, here in Fredericksburg, we've had lots of people come up and talk to our city council. Even back in the 90s, uh, Alex Jones came here. You know, he was the first fluoride ranger in, in Fredericksburg, Texas. Now, there were fluoride rangers here in Fredericksburg, Texas previously, and they brought Alex in out of town. I missed that thing. That was before my time. But, you know, yeah. well, he was a young pup, I believe, at the time. You weren't there, were you, Alan? You just heard about no, it? No, sir, Probably. but um,
2: one I was there for, Steve, was, do you happen to remember a uh, guy got on city council, was going to talk about the Kaffer funds, you know? Mm-hmm. What are all these investments that aren't put out to the public that we've got, and all the money that, that's uh, being kind of hit under the table? And what'd they do to that city councilman? They got him unelected off the city council mm, it's, a, it's
1: quite a system for sure Hey, okay well before we get on with the, the rest of the on with us we had a landmark week here at Republic Broadcasting and uh, Sam if you want to get that clip ready um, let's open the show with this Alex Jones uh, on RBN here we go this is from uh, a show earlier this week and uh, Richard Carey and Stephen Douglas Whitener had Alex Jones on. Here we go.
3: Sure. Uh, Correspondent uh, with us today, uh, don't we? From- oh, yeah. Yeah, no, no. I'm- I mean, with everything going on right now, you know, the election and World War III looming, gay frogs, we have none other than Mr. Alex Jones uh, here in the studio. <laughs> Alex.
4: Well, I'm in mean, here in uh, Greenville, South Carolina, not too far from where uh, Mr. Wagner is at. I'm going to tell you, I'm here on the ground reporting boots on the ground. We're going to have Vivek on later, who just, in- just uh, uh, in- uh, introduced Trump last night after he defeated the whore of Babylon, Nikki Haley, the Kama Sutra expert, the uh, street uh, crapper professional. And I'm here in South Carolina waiting for her to come down. I gave her my number. Maybe she'll interview I gave MTG my number. I gave AOC my number. I gave all of them my number waiting for them to respond to me, the tip of the spear,
3: folks. Wow. wow. Steven, uh, do you have any questions? Uh, oh, yeah, Alex. Jones?
4: Alex, listen. May I call you Alex first of all, sir? Well, first of all, uh, first of all you need to call me Alexander Emmerich Jones uh, because that way I, if I get sued again, in a fake Sunday uh, trial, they can't take my fake money from Joe Rogan. Are you about to become the artist formerly known as Alex Jones, maybe? The artist formerly known as AJ. Oh, man. Brilliant, sir. Well, listen, I just want to know if you've heard from Leanne Mac- McAdoo lately, you know? I mean, y'all were pretty tight uh, one time. And then I want to ask you a serious question after that, if you don't mind. I don't mind. Go ahead, sir. Well, well, first of all, answer about Leanne. <laughs> well you know uh i didn't want to make breakfast and uh, i didn't want to buy breakfast you know i've been listening to, to like tom likas 101 lately and i gotta tell you i'm going midtown now i'm fixing to get another divorce for my uh, fifth jewish place and so now i was just like you know hey baby you know you got what you can get for me i'm a beef fat cheeseburger if you don't like it deaf to the new world order it doesn't matter to me i didn't want to take her to waffle house she wanted to go and that's the whole story our heart breaks, Alex. Okay, so I want to know what you think about Joe Biggs getting all that time, and you're still running around out here. Joe I'm Biggs sure is not real. I mean, come on, Joe Biggs is an operative. He secretly works for the WEF, the World Economic Forum. He's trying to help bring in domestically uh, disease X, and so that's where he's at. I have nothing to do with that guy. Nor do I have anything to do with these feds. They're trying to bring my operation down. I am the tip of the spear. So all these guys, 1,200 guys, people locked up January 6th are feds, right? That's that's the way they're really not. Mm-hmm. I just turned Paul in California yesterday on their channel channel, and I got to tell you, they're really not locked up. They're all feds. It's all fake. Nobody ever got arrested. There's nobody incarcerated. It's all fake, and they're all there to destroy me, sir.
2: Well,
4: I'm glad you were able to find the time out of your day to join us here on RBN, and I'll turn it back over to you, Richard. Yeah.
3: All right, well, you know, what about internationally? Uh, with your analysis on the geopolitical front, first of all, I mean, this October 6th, I mean, October 7th uh, attack that we had, <laughs> In 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 Gaza, I mean, this Hamas attack, many suggest it's engineered. Uh, So what do you think? I mean, did the Saudis engineer it to blame it on Israel?
4: Look, you know what I'm saying here? I love Jews. I love Arabs. I love blacks. I love mulattoes. I love gelatos. I love Ben and Jerry's ice cream, of course. I love cheeseburgers. I mean, I I love everybody. Red, white, brown, yellow, purple, aliens, whatever, interdimensional pedo rapists. I love them all. The bottom line is, we have to come together to defeat these people. That's my stance on the whole thing. And, uh, you know, my stance is more crisp and in tune with reality than a uh, New York bagel uh, cooked at the right temperature with a a schmear on it. That's my position.
3: Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, and as far as what we could expect... With the future, I mean, you know, this economy is certainly uh, tanking. You know, we have uh, Chinese invading, Alex. You know, I mean, their currency is going to supersede ours uh, globally with bricks and what have you. I don't know. I mean, we have disease X. OK, what, what do you have to say about disease X, Alex?
4: Well, let me talk about bricks, first of all. I'm hard as a brick. And you can ask Blair like that when she sits on my lap every time. But but seriously, look, I am the only opposition to the globalist, to the Illuminist, to the Germanic deaf cults. OK, we're going to defeat the new World order by me eating a lot of gelato and uh, radical hummus. I love hummus, too. I love I love the Lebanese people. I love the Gaza people. I love the Palestinians. Free Palestine, but Israel first, you know, because all three of my kids are Jews and, uh, you know, I have the right of injury.
1: Okay. That's my decision. <laughs> well, there you go. Hey, that was Michael Sledge uh, playing uh, Alex Jones. That was uh, Richard Carey's show last Tuesday night. You can go over to the archive and, and pick it up. It's, uh, it's with, man. That two hours was was really good radio. Hats off to you, Richard. Uh, That would be January 23rd, 2023. Richard Carey, beyond the official narrative. Uh, They had a great conversation afterwards, too, with Michael Sledge. He was, I mean, he was funny, for sure. But, you know, I, I, yeah, I was kind of like there the entire time. How about you, Alan? Did you enjoy
2: that show? yeah I did That was a pretty damn good imitation that, that was quite entertaining
1: yeah they had a they had a great discussion i mean i I've been uh, amazed at some of the discussions and the personalities people <laughs> have had on as of late and a lot of the the newer people that have come to Republic broadcasting, not saying that Richard is one of the newer people, but you know um I don't know what I'm saying. I'm saying I'd really appreciate that show. And maybe it's his new time slot that kind of changed things up. And, yeah. Oh, well. So um, what are you thinking about this week, Alan? Let's, uh, let's just go there. Any
2: Anything in particular? Uh, not, nothing earth-shattering, but, you know, I was I was sitting back, you know, um, in, on, in the throne room back there, and I've got, you know, uh, an actual book sitting there so I can, you know, something to peruse while I'm uh, doing my Constitutional. And uh, it, it's a book called um, So You Think You're Good at Trivia. Remember, that, that? I mean, this book came out before there was all the video games and all the interactive, you know, trivia stuff in the bars and everything. And uh, this is something you sat and read at home and just kind of, you know, t- tested your knowledge. I came across a question. It said, um, what language, uh, what romance uh, or what language, you know, is, is uh, Arabic based on? And I was sitting there, and I looked at the answers, and I was kind of stumped. You know, it had, you know, Latin and, um, you know, the Romance languages and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I was pretty stumped. So I just kind of threw a guess out and looked back at the answer. And guess what? Arabic is, is a Semitic language. So, you know, all of us out there and, and all the Jews that say that, that they hate the Arabs and everything and the Arabs are killing them, uh, hmm. they're actually being anti-Semitic when they say that imagine that.
1: Yeah, I know. I, I, I actually looked up the word anti-Semitic again, and it seems they changed the definition, uh, so it reflects that uh, anti-Semitic just means they're <laughs> against the Jews, and you know, I was like, uh, but whatever, you know, as long as you understand that everything in this world is flexible, and they'll change their mind at any time. Up is down and down is up and we're we're kind of stuck in a dr seuss you know nightmare you know uh alex speaking of alex <laughs> alan speaking of dr seuss there was a big old display in our local grocery store of dr seuss books but i couldn't find any of the the good ones orton Gibbsahoo was not there right i'm going what it's not there where the side? Oh no, the sidewalk end is Shel Silverstein, I believe. But I couldn't find any of those, and I, I uh, it came to me that I think Dr. Seuss has been um, censored.
2: <laughs> uh, it's been it's, 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 perverted to um, to uh, indoctrinate um, transgender ideology or something. More than likely yeah
1: most likely
2: okay
1: well what was this yeah okay sorry i thought i missed something obviously i miss a lot of things um so last week let's go over to that last week uh there was a uh well recommendation that i went over to, to to relisten to uh travis's show on friday night cuz he had a, a really really good show uh that would be last week uh, i don't know this 19th i believe it was uh, 22, 22 who cares um we go over to travis's the lab, the final hour Right, Which is funny, right? Because he has two hours. That should be the final hours. Uh, but maybe he only had one hour uh, when it started. Who knows? It's the final hour with Travis. And it's a, it's a really neat show. I, I've heard some good stuff on that show. And there was a man. There's a guy on that was talking about tactical civics. and And it was really great. Until it got religious, right? And then all of a sudden, well, it came to me, you know, um, well, hold on, maybe I got ahead of myself, right? Because there's some things that, that that are just really tough on this world, and maybe they should be explained a little bit better. Uh, tactical Civis was all about politics, but they put religion first, And I'm kind of like going, oh, no. Because everything that he said was so right on. I was totally just going down the path of, yeah, you're right. We should get this guy on. Even though I hate booking people, I just despise it. I hate calling them up, asking them to be on, trying to find the schedule. I hate... Following up, emailing, uh, uh, ah. but sometimes it's it's like par for the course for the you know for the show, and we got to do it. And Chuck's an easy catch; he actually wanted to come on, so you know, okay, I'm sure it's going to be fine with Alan. Let's go, but you know, tactical civics. um, Okay, so. I can go over to the website tactical civics and and find contact us, email him then but as you you, you get through it, one of the first pillars is their spiritual beliefs their religion right is uh, based around one religion right and I understand that here in the United States of America. Everybody likes to throw this thing out and say, "Well, we were a, we're a Christian country," and I go, "So, what's your point with that? Is that actually true?" And they go, "Of course, it's true." And you go, "Da da 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 da." Founding fathers, and then they say they talk about the founding fathers, but do they even know that? I mean, yeah, have you listened to Michael Gaddy lately, right? Or in the past? You know, Michael Gaddy talks about those guys a little bit differently than, well, most people do. You know, I got a local talk show host, right, that he's a a local guy, and he's a tea partier, and he's an avid Benjamin Franklin fan, right, one might even say that he worships Benjamin Franklin, right? Every show, and it might just be a shtick, anyways. But every show, he'll sit there and pull out a Benjamin Franklin, you know, quote, and he doesn't talk about the bodies. No, the bodies are the orgies of Ben Franklin. Hmm. What do we know? Hang on, folks. We'll be right back. Republic of Texas Radio. My head, the camera,
0: the morning comes. When it does, I know it's it's and I. Is it for the sun? Consider this. Dead people see only what they want to see. And frankly, most of us are still dead. Let me give you the lessons of gold and five easy lessons. Number one, don't buy it because you need to make money. You buy gold because you need to protect the money you already have. Don't ever look at the price as a barrier. Look at it as an incentive. Number three, don't buy its paper pretenders. We talked about that a lot. Buy gold. Buy the real thing in the form of coins and bullion. Fourth, don't fall prey to glitzy television or Facebook ads. Do your due diligence instead, and that's what I try to provide you with and have for 26 and a half years on the air and 30 years in this profession. Fifth, don't allow naysayers to divert your interest. Allow yourself the right to protect your interests as you see fit. Jeff Bennett here one of the ways you can do that is to contact Kettle Moraine Limited. Contact me by calling or texting me at 602-799-8214. 602-799-8214. You can also email me at ltd at cox.net. Let me help you protect your wealth and your family today. Once again, call or text us at 602-799-8214. 8214 or visit our website, Sierra Madre, precious metals.com. Be glad to help you out. Be glad to answer your questions. That's what we're here for. No pressure, just good, hard, common sense. The decision then becomes up to you.
1: Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs?
6: Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at RepublicBroadcasting.org and visit slash RBN. All right.
1: We're back. Republic of Texas radio. Hey, you guys, head over to the uh, RepublicBroadcasting.org website. Um, have a look. Have a look around. Uh, donate if you can. You know, that would be really cool and appreciated. You know, we're, we're dealing with bills still. And uh, well we always are. But it's really good if you, you know, can find the time to donate or do as I do. Just have it sucked directly from my bank account. Dun, dun, dun. I give a little bit of money. It's not much. But it's kind of good money when you give it out. Uh, so it just automatically disappears from you because, you know, that happens. And then that way they can actually plan and budget on it, or at least that's the way <laughs> it was explained to me by uh, Dave Kopeck. You know, it was a good idea, Dave, by the way. Anyways, I was talking about tactical civics, and, you know, you can hear this, the um, the good stuff about tactical civics. There's a lot of good stuff there, right? It's over on Travis's show, the final hour, and it was not this week, the following week. I don't remember the exact date. So just 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 go look. I don't think I'm going to bring him on the, the show or the tactical... Uh, civics folks st- too much time to book and I'm man huh, didn't even want to get into this right exactly now I wanted to talk about Texas and maybe there's some similarities to that um, did you hear that show uh, by the way Alan uh, Tactical yeah, I did, Civic. yeah. what were your thoughts anything
2: um well, um, let's just say I've got my opinions, um, more power to them, you know, tactical civics, you know, that's, uh, uh trying to I work within the works. governmental system that is, which is something that I don't believe is a good thing. So, um, you know, however they want to fight, at least they're doing something.
1: Yeah, I hear you.
2: Hey, I went over to a, uh, Texas independence
1: thing, uh, this week, you know, I, um, Last month, last year, I was at a gun show and I bumped into some Texas uh, nationalists, and it was it was just nice to see them out there. You know, guns and Texas independence—they they really mix really well together. And so I talked to them, and and there's a new guy leading the the local chapter of. The Texas Nationals or whatever organizer, I don't know what they call them, Um, but I told them, okay, you know, I'll I'll come to the meeting and we, you know, I've been to a few Texas Nationals um, little get togethers and they're fun at times. And sometimes they're boring and painful, but that can be a a, a lot of meetings. I I don't know. I've been to a lot of Texas Independence. I've been to Republic of Texas meetings. I've been to Freedom Texas meetings. I've been to Texas national meetings. And this Texas national meeting was, well, a blasé one. It was kind of more like... um, the Usual, right? And during such a special time, Alan, you know, at, at, at a time of everybody's frothing at the bit over Texas. Oh, Texas, <laughs> they're standing up against the U.S., and I'm gonna oh, crap, really, are they? You know, I live in Texas, and there ain't nobody's, I mean, well, ah. Uh, Maybe I'm a little bit harsh on that, but I don't see anything standing against anything. You know, more like lip service.
2: They're pretending.
5: Well,
1: Am I getting this again, wrong? Am I too jaded, Alan? Go ahead.
2: Once again, Steve, you know, old technology, uh, you know, which is kind of the, the life I live. You know, I get our local paper here, and there's a big article in the editorial page, you know, talking about the Texas national movement and, you know, Texas, wow. Texas movement. and. Uh, you know, it's uh, this big article, about, written by a couple of people. Hell, I think they were the head of the GOP even. And, and you know, and they're, they're basically in there saying it's just crazy. Why are these people trying to destroy and tear apart the nation instead of trying to unify it, it to and be. keep the, this wonderful thing that we've had that, that we're it. living in right now? Let's just keep it the same. And um, I mean, it, it was a on, <laughs> on, on, on the Texas movement, and no, uh, you know, that's, that's 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 what you're up against.
1: Yeah, and that's actually very positive. A hit piece is good news, at least to me, right, because it brings it. But, you know, the the question is, like, well, we got to keep this thing together because all the transvestites, and they need a place to go, right, and giving people choice. But it's not just about that. There's a lot of things. Texas, I don't know that you could turn anything around, Right, and that's a kind of going off the subject that I was getting into. But at least you have a chance at a smaller little thing. And if Texas could reassert its sovereignty on the world and get past all the, the well, political creatures that exist in Washington, I'm sorry, Austin, uh, well, then, you know, maybe that could make a good role model for the world you know i mean it's kind of like the united kingdom
2: you know right and
1: steve you know They're this really article you know this strength. editorial
2: did bring up you know some valid points it's like you know do you really think that the u.s government is going to give up you know the, the military are they going to give up some of the largest bases they've got in this country you know fort hood and fort bliss and etc cetera, etc cetera. you know san antonio is basically air force Intelligence yeah i think Central. they would. You know, do you really think they're just going to say, "Oh, okay, y'all yeah. want to go away? All right, well, here's all your land and your bases back, and all the secret tunnels and underground bases and everything. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. we'll, we'll 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 let you have, and we'll just go away and leave you
1: alone. There's always conditions that allow that to happen, and I'll I'll make my point. Um, I understand where you're coming from. Hang on, Republic of Texas Radio. We'll be right back.
3: You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org.
2: People often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting Extendivite. Allow me to read a few. After taking Extendivite for about six months, I've noticed improvement on the numbness of my hands and wrists from the carpal tunnel syndrome. I will continue to buy product. This formula is very powerful. I am feeling much better. My heart rate and blood pressure is stabilized. My lower edema has reduced and lower leg pain due to blood clots has disappeared. This product has relieved what appears to be an angina problem, pain in the chest after climbing stairs and short on breath. I'm quite happy about it. To order, call 1-877-928-8822. Or visit ExtendoVite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend
7: your life with ExtendoVite.
5: are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects.
6: Email tom at republicbroadcasting.org. T-O-M at republicbroadcasting.org.
1: My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back, you have to try ours it's fresh roasted it's one of the best beans that we can get and you will definitely see the difference
6: visit blackoutcoffee.com
1: and use the coupon code repub10 that's repub10 public of texas radio hey alan um in short you know when we say will the united states uh, uh ever leave texas right you know or, or or vice versa um yeah they they wouldn't want to give up all their military bases in texas that that's an awful lot but the, the way the world is going man i don't know if the twinkies can hold it together you know, the, the United States of America is, is well, teeter-tottering on a razor blade trying to appease this and that. And, well, they might not have any kind of strength. I mean, they can't even, you know, muster up an army. It seems like they, they're, they're continually dropping the qualifications to get, well, soldiers. And, then, and that just it brings it in. And I so I do say that there is a possibility of them just having no other recourse but leave texas what they call the eighth uh i guess it is the eighth largest economy you know in the world right now eh, who knows i could be wrong i'm wrong on a
2: lot of things right
1: you know <laughs> yeah.
2: but well, steve, you know no, what i'm we, saying. We, we also live steve in a very technologically advanced world do they need large military masses anymore when you have satellites oh. high altitude balloon platforms right. high altitude drones uh ground you know ground drones um et cetera et cetera, do they really need a huge you know physical meat based military oh. force anymore you know uh, you know during during you know desert storm and all that crap, you know we all heard the stories you know of, of these you know young kids sitting in trailers outside Las vegas you know in the desert sitting in trailers. Flying drones in Afghanistan and and wherever they were, you know, um, uh, just you know, hitting yeah. targets with, with you know autonomous. Totally. Well, not and and now they now these drones are even going autonomous. You know, everything is going autonomous. Sure, and we could have
1: our military might be driving little Roombas all over the planet, and we could use the military bases to house uh, migrants from the corporate United States of America as they flee. You know who, who the hell knows, you know. Um, but anyways, I kind of think that it is. We don't know the future, and that and that was kind of uh, one of my points to that point. Hey, let's uh, let's just go to the to the phones real quick, and before I continue on, unless you have something else to add, we'll we'll, we'll see if we can find somebody. <clears throat> traditionally jaded. Um, okay.
2: (laughs) I wonder who this might be.
7: Good morning, gentlemen.
2: Uh, Oh, hello, Sherry. Hey,
7: hey, I heard something really ridiculous, and I'm pretty sure it was an RBN show, but I don't remember whose show I was listening to. But they they said uh, your governor made a secret deal with the president of, I think they said the president of Mexico, that if you guys... Mm you know, go out of the union that they were going to join up. Now, I don't know if it was an alliance he meant or just he certainly wouldn't become part of Mexico. But, uh, you know, it was the most ridiculous thing I, I ever heard just because, what, what are you going to j- join up with the cartels? Is that what the deal is? Because right well, now it seems that <laughs> cartels run Mexico.
1: That might be the wrong, you're right. You know, signing on to the political side of Mexico, they're not the strong side, right? The cartels are the strong side, so they'd have to make a deal with the cartels, not the Mexican uh, governor, president uh, Amberlo. Who is who's their president
2: now? T- uh, Kinda of goes right along with that Reconquista movement that's been going on for quite a while, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. No, if you
7: guys well, uh, break off, one first thing you gotta do is make sure you can manufacture enough weapons.
2: <laughs> because
7: yeah. that's what it's gonna take. Well, maybe Remi- and, big and, border. And, and,
2: and then of course we'll also have to forge some international alliances, right? To, you know, to to have countries back us up and everything else and the whole process starts over again.
7: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's uh Mm hmm. Oh, anyway well, that's good uh, have you got either of you guys hear that
1: I've heard that discussed previously I never heard that currently Roly Poli's talking to the president of Mexico because Roly-poly and uh, like Matt Rinaldi he's like the head of the Republican Party they squashed um, the question of Texas independence. Showing up on the Republican uh, primary ballot, you know that that they did all the Texas Nationals did all the paperwork, got all the signatures, handed it to the Republican Party, and the Republican Party said, "Man, we don't like that," but they used uh, different words and then walked away. The governor let everything happen. Everybody, they don't, they don't want it. They don't even want the Texans, uh, people of Texas, should I say, uh, to vote on whether they should leave or go. And, uh, you know, uh, so, you know, Greg Abbott isn't a friend to Texas independence. But, again, what do I know? I'm just, well, jaded.
7: What what kind of business was he in before he became governor? How did he make his money?
1: Oh, wow. That's a great question. I don't know that.
7: And how did I he can't. become, uh, you know, where he has to use will?
1: How did, how did he become the roly poly? That's yeah. a good question. I'll have to look into that. Yeah, hey, you back
7: don't know you. much about your ghost. <laughs> well, I don't Is care much. You?
1: No. Oh, Sam says a tree fell on him. You know. Oh well, so. that'd
2: do it. There you go. It's an apple tree. A tree branch. <laughs> uh, he, 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 got his, he got his hatchet out, chopped it down, and then couldn't lie about it because it fell on him. Yeah. Mm.
7: Okay. So, all right. That's that, all I had. I'll let you get on. Thanks.
2: Okay. See, that's why we have a producer.
1: He knows all the real facts. Uh, okay. Let's move back to the phones. Let's get somebody with a positive attitude. Uh, Chance. Chance in West Virginia. What do you think, man?
8: Well, I don't know about that positive attitude business, but, <laughs> you know, you mentioned your friend having a trouble about his chickens. You know, yeah. let's face it. All government agencies are nosy, blood-sucking, busybodies. You know, and that includes the post office. Not only that, I read they photocopy the front of every piece of mail. You know, Steve, you should see how I received my mail open, and ripped up. It looks like it all came out of a, a cage of hungry hyenas, right? Wow. Okay. So I went to the post office, and I told them, I said, hey, why don't you just make things easier on yourselves and just run all my mail through a paper shredder, dump it all in a hefty trash bag, twist tie it up, and deliver it all at the end of the month. <laughs> and you should see the stupid look. On the, on the clerk's face when I say this, it's priceless. I try to do it when there's more people there so other people hear it, you know, because I really like to embarrass these, these idiots.
1: I don't know what to do with the post office. You're getting me started if we start talking about the post office. I've been fighting them for years. Well, they're not, not your friend, is-
8: believe me. And you know, most of those, you mentioned those freedom groups. Yeah. Most of those freedom groups. <laughs> Are mostly useless you might as well attend the ladies garden club or join a bowling league instead people go to yeah. those groups no matter how useless because they're lonely desperate and it makes them feel important to belong to a group and any group okay. will do that's the problem uh and you, like you said you found that out right well you know and
2: wrong. and uh and chances they they disagree. don't understand that the depth of control you know they 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 you know it, it's you know you you, you, you said you said you you know you might as well join the ladies' garden group you know well that's probably run by your by your um local um you know homeowners association because uh you know it, well you can't just plant any garden you have to plant an approved garden you can't plant yeah. gardenias we don't allow gardenias you know yeah, and you can you only know. plant
8: tulips on Tuesdays.
2: right. Oh, stupid. Hey, yeah, you know, know but funny. see how
8: they get people going, though. I mean, they I've go not... to these, they go to these big conferences. Some are legit, I'm sure. Very few, though. They go to these conferences. When it's all said and done, they got your money. They give you a little snack. Uh, they shake hands and say, "Okay, we'll see you in another. Uh, we'll see you, but back in another ten years." You know, this kind of crap. If you if you want to make a change, you got to do it yourself. Like I said, I go right to the post office, and I told them, I said <laughs> And, and not only that, you've got to do it when there's other people around, too, so other people hear it. See what I mean? Yeah, you
2: go to these meetings, Chance, and they keep turning the lights down a little bit more every time. And it's like, no, no, it's still just as bright as it ever was in here. It's called gaslighting, Chance, yeah, at, at, its, at its simplest.
8: Yeah, yeah, well, see, you can't be ashamed or embarrassed to uh, say what you got to say. I do it. I don't care anymore. I don't care what people think about me. I really don't. I'm too old to care.
1: Well, you and know what made when, me really fun. You, what made that? me really laugh? Uh, uh, chance, uh, when I went to the the Texas Independence meeting, um, it 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 just made me wow, almost break out laughing. I definitely smiled in public because. <clears throat> Well, during the early parts of these meetings, right, it was like a ladies' garden garden party because everybody comes in and they like start talking. And, of course, everybody starts talking about their garden. And I'm like, <clears throat> oh, yeah, well, that's the group that we're in. We always talk about tomatoes and this and that and whatever. It seems like uh, most of the Patriot get-togethers. And I'm going, why is it that we're always talking about gardens and So forth, and it's well, it's kind of par for the course, you know. Being a patriot, you got a particular outlook on life that we need to be more self-sufficient. But there, I I really enjoyed the meeting. How even though it was incredibly painful to sit through, um, just because I could analyze some of the things that was happening there.
8: So you know, um, will I go again? I got a suggestion when it gets painfully blurring and stupid, just raise your hand and say, okay, so when are you going to break out the checkerboard game and the finger sandwiches? (laughs) I mean, you've got to, you know, really now. I mean, things are so stupid and useless now. If you don't rock the boat yourself, things aren't going to change. That's how I see it.
1: Chance. Chance. They broke out the um okay so we're gonna do the pledge to texas and i said oh crap really i'm like i I did that nonsense with the united states of america all my (laughs) life i was forced to do that crap and i stopped doing that you know 10 years ago
8: yeah me too
1: and and so here they want me to they're like okay here we got a piece of paper, and it says the Pledge of Texas and you know, and I you know I don't have any problem with Texas, and you know I don't have anything to pledge to at this point right and and words are important, and if they're not important to you, don't flip and say them right, yeah. so all these guys they they mindlessly stand up like we're saluting the American flag, I pledge allegiance or if they'd say their words. And, oh, man, do I have to insult you guys? Yes. I have to not stand up and not say those words. If they ever created a free and independent Texas, then maybe I'd consider saying some words about it, right? But make another pledge to a nefarious individual, individual group.
2: Uh, I don't well, know. I, 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 much, I much prefer to stand up and start a, start a chorus of kumbaya that always makes me feel good. Well,
8: Alan, Alan, you know There's only one pledge I'll make, and that's the pledge to make their lives as friggin' miserable as possible until they restore my rights.
1: Mm. That's the only <laughs> pledge I make. I like that—a pledge. I pledge to make your life miserable
8: <laughs> I, until you give me my me, rights back. Well, yeah. guys, uh, there goes your positivity. Okay. I guess, huh? Well, that's okay. We got some
1: positivity coming on. Chuck Smith will be joining us yeah. in what about ten, fifteen minutes? And he's always been a basket of hope. Yeah, and he's love. beating
8: back. He's beating back those nosy, blood-sucking, busybodies, huh? He's he's <laughs> uh, he needs all his strength.
2: And, and hey, yeah. hey, chance, you know there's something else. You know, back back in the day, you know, everyone said, you know, says we're black pills. You know, and it's like. Back in the day, a black pill was called a black Molly, and it was amphetamine sulfate. It was not a downer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything about that, but it's it. It's, I,
1: I I get your just. I think, amphetamine Molly. Hmm.
8: Whatever. Well, thanks All right, for God, calling, thanks man. Thanks for taking my call. Now say hello to Alan for me.
1: <laughs> okay. Right, so. So it'll be fun, you know, uh, going forward. And, you know, Chuck Smith and I, um, I don't need to precurse this anymore, but I actually did go to one of Chuck's uh, court cases. And I watched him literally get hauled off by the judge, you know, and um, that was fun. You know, Um, I had a judge sit there and scold me in the middle of court, right, asking, who are you? Right in the middle, and there's all these lawyers. It was a fascinating time, folks. Really fascinating because it was like 2011, and all these high powered attorneys were sitting around. There was another case besides Chuck because his case that he was involved in didn't have a lot of high powered attorneys. He was going it pretty much on his own. <clears throat> it was, um, well, based on the Randy Kelton. Randy Kelton was also kind of like an advisor at the time. That was from We the People uh, radio, and that was they were on Oracle, and then they became another radio station out of Austin and so forth, and they gave uh, legal advice. No, they, they gave suggestions. We're not allowed to give legal advice. But they did talk about how to handle yourself in court, which was pretty good, but I don't think Chuck got the memo because he was, like, pulled out. But he was doing what he thought was, should have been normal, which was uh, filming the the proceedings to keep a record of what was going on. And the judge said, what are you doing? And he said, I'm filming. And he says, well, that's it. You're out of here, bailiff. <laughs> Get him out of here. <laughs> Whoop. There they go, they grabbed Chuck. Oh crap. <laughs> so, so they 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 didn't contempt him of court, they just expelled him no. from the courtroom. No, they contempted him. He he went to jail into a holding cell. And it was I, I, I think it was the next day that they let him out. I, I I can't remember that entire trip that well. It was a lot of stuff really quickly pretty sure maybe he'll clarify that when he comes on
2: <clears throat> and i'm sure i'm sure he was throwing out a him. ucc this and a ucc that and the judge didn't oh, do none of it, right?
1: that's not chuck that's not chuck no oh, oh, okay. no no he's not a free man on the land he's more like eh, eh, i don't know republic of texas radio be right back hang on
0: Right here in beautiful, colorful Colorado. You may already know Shiloji by other names. Shilojit, Momio, Momi, Mami, Mineral Pitch, Asphaltum, and others. Shiloji literally translates to destroyer of weakness and conqueror of mountains. Shiloji has been used for thousands of years and is considered as the highest valued cure-all of any earthly substance.
6: Look for the gold mountain and medical symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org to watch the full video and see more information. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N.
1: This radio, okay. Well, we'll get into more of the same insanity uh, at the top of the hour, but I think I'll just wrap up a little bit of uh, that Texas Independence uh, meetup that I went to. One of the funny points was, um, well. Uh, It was one of the the older folks that that showed up over at the the, the place, right? They're like, you know, the the whole crowd was kind of like half the people there. there There's about 10 people. Half the people there knew what was going on. And half the people like Chance was talking about to just go there because they belong to the group. And, you know, they like to belong or whatever. And I don't know where I fit. <laughs> I'm just yeah, I've gotta be one of the two. I don't know what's going on. Whatever. Who cares where I was. Um oh, but there was one guy, right, that was out of place. He was the sore thumb. Right? You know, he was uh well young. He was uh thirty something and the old uh seventy something Old lady goes. We need more young people like you. (laughs) I go well. Crap! You got to stop boring them to death when they come in. (laughs) You know. Well, that's kind of their nature, right? You bring up the past and your past and your religion, and uh, you bring up uh, what the man, the pledge of Texas, really. You want to? They think, Why do they do that, Alan? Do they think that just because the United States of America had that indoctrination tool, the the, the pledge of allegiance, that they need to actually have such a thing? Right? They have one, so we have one.
2: Ah, oh, infuriating. Steve, once again, it's a lack of understanding of of how deep and and how dark the situation is. Uh, kind of like, you know, we, we had a, we had a good friend, you know, was uh, fighting, you know, uh, you know moving the epitaph at, at the Alamo, you know. Oh, they're going to move it. Oh, we want it to stay where it is. And they were fighting tooth and nail. And I finally just had to sit down with them one time and say, do you not understand that the Alamo has been given away to the United Nations? It is now a yeah. United Nations international heritage site. The state of Texas has no control over it anymore. Do you not even understand that? Well, yeah, but it's still just wrong, and I'm like, you don't really understand the depth of what's going on and, and, and the subterfuge, and it's I, I don't know, Steve. Yeah. It's it's uh, I can understand people not wanting to to understand it and accept it because it becomes it does become very kind of dark, you know, you know, once you understand what's really going on, and uh, I don't know, but confusing it's, it's, it's right and wrong.
1: But confusing right and wrong and what is going to happen or what they are doing, I mean, it it doesn't have anything to do with right and wrong. I mean, I know that it should, right? You know, and ethics are very important. You know, what kind of a society we build upon our ethics, that's why a lot of groups and individuals, they, they choose a spiritual underpinning for their group. You know, there's Muslim organizations that go that direction, and Jewish ones, and and, and Christians, and hell, Satanists, right? And they have different kind yeah. of spiritual underpinnings, right? And um, well, but but man, I don't know. I I, I really am just getting tired of um, a a lot of things, and meanwhile, I get phone calls going. What's going on in Texas? I go, what do you mean what's going on in Texas? Oh, Governor Abbott is, and so-and-so is. I'm like, they're not doing anything. They haven't done anything, right? They said some words, right? And that's about all we get is some words. They talked about razor wire. Oh, we're not going to let them, you know, cut the razor wire. Well, what does it matter? The border is porous everywhere. The razor wire isn't blocking anyone. You know, they are big swats, big patches that are open, wide open. You know, go to republicbroadcasting.org right now. Go down to the news banner thingy. All y'all that have, um, uh, all you that have internet, there's a great documentary on how they come from Ecuador all the way up to the United States. You ever see that whole path? Holy crap! republicbroadcasting.org dot org. There's a video that'll show you the path that they take. It'll scare the crap out of you. Well, kind of scared the crap out of me.
2: Because it's all it's all being produced and allowed to happen and made to happen. You know, yeah. <clears throat> it's by design. Like, like we've heard forever. It's like you know. So these people are walking like twenty three thousand miles up from South America. And, uh, and, they, and somehow they've got enough food and water yes. and shelter and shoes and clothes and everything to get them all that way. You know, there's a lot of shoe leather, you know, walking from South America up to here. You know, it's like, um, and where do they get their smartphones at? You know, I mean, you know, Ooh, every one of them's got yeah. a damn smartphone because they're all being tracked and traced. And they know what's going on. They know where they're going. Top of the they hour. They know where they're being distributed to. I think we missed the music. Hang on, folks. We'll be right back.